Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, back at it, back at it. Okay? I'm back at it again, man. And we are back at it right after coming off of an ugly win, but a win nonetheless for the New York Jets. Jets beat the Broncos 16-9. to Sixteen to nine, and we got a lot to discuss. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. So it's time to get into the show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Your boy's also on Twitter as well, at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe, all right? Go ahead and uh, check on in there with me. <laughs> follow me, I'll follow you right back. You can also follow my personal as well, all right? At YoungJ000, again, at YoungJ000, okay? Boy, oh boy. Was this a crazy one? Your boy's on iTunes as well. Search at The Long Beach Joe Show. The Long Beach Joe Show. Go ahead and subscribe, follow, and uh, leave me some feedback as well. Give me a five-star rating. Let me know how you folks feel about what I'm doing over here at The Long Beach Joe Show. Your boy's also on YouTube as well. We live stream the radio show. We live stream the radio show, okay? Come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, all right? And go ahead and subscribe, hit that notification bell, and hit, give the videos a thumbs up, too. And hit that notification bell and make sure that you know when I got content. All right? So when I post it, you'll be in the know. Now, boy, oh, boy, was this a game by the New York Jets. <laughs> this was ugly. 16-9, to 9, it was ugly. But guess what? They did what it took, and they got the job done. They took care of business. And when things fell down, this defense, all right, this special team was able to put things together and do just enough to win this football game. Now, Zach Wilson, very ugly day for him. Very ugly day for Zach Wilson, okay? 16-26, 121 yards, struggled to try to throw the ball away. He didn't look very good, didn't look very comfortable, was running for his life. There was a lot of issues. But early the New York Jets were able to get some things rolling, we had some penalties early. Penalties, the big, big thing for the day. We had eight penalties for 55 yards in the first half. But we also got a big TD run by Brees Hall. Mims with a phenomenal block as well to help out that run. So that put us up early. But the Broncos were able to answer back as well. Murray, Latavius Murray, their running back, was in there for a, a touchdown as well. Now, keep in mind on their drives, they were gifted yards because we had multiple penalties multiple penalties on their drive that just absolutely handed them free yardage, handled, handed them free first downs over and over and over again, and it was sickening. Sickening to watch. Unbelievable how much the New York Jets were penalized in the first half, how undisciplined we played. The holdings, hold, we're, we're getting holding calls. We're getting holding calls on defense while they're running the ball at us. 
We're offside, roughing the passer calls that help extend their drives, too. We gifted these guys. Keep in mind, the Denver Broncos offense was struggling early. They've struggled most of this year. And we helped them out left and right. We also have Zach Wilson running around like a crazy person with a football. Pressure is coming to him. He's refusing to just throw the ball away. He's running backwards. He's spinning around. He almost had a fumble in his football game. Thank goodness it was overturned by the referees and just counted as a down by contact. He's not protecting the ball well. Man, we have some issues. But, again, due to that Brees Hall touchdown, and, again, Brees Hall, four carries for 72 yards, had a touchdown. He actually ended up leaving the football game with an injury. So did ATV and Corey Davis, all in the first half suffered injuries. So we were missing them for the rest of the game. We saw the Denver Broncos also miss a field goal. But, again, we saw them come back down and be able to answer with a field goal, too, on their next couple of drives because, again, we gifted them more yards with penalties. That drive included a 50 or 46-yard catch by Jerry Judy. We gifted them a first down with more penalties, and then they hit a field goal in that drive. But before the half, the New York Jets were atrocious, and we'll get to the callers in just a second. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. We'll get to you guys in just a second. We're seeing that the New York Jets veterans have issues with penalties. Dwayne Brown, before the half, had two big penalties that costed us. We were pushed back at one point to third and 25. Michael Carter, with a catch and scoot, is able to pick up 25-plus yards and convert. We get a first down. You can also see there was issues with the clock as well. Clock management continues to be an issue for the New York Jets before the half. We have about a minute left. We were in scoring position. They're just allowing the clock to just drain. Just drain. We're in position to possibly go for a score. Clocks are just running. We eventually just settled for a field goal. Zerline hit a 44-yard goal. That put us up 10-9. to Jets. We got a lead going into the half. After that, the defense just absolutely stepped up. We saw in the third corner, Quentin Williams was able to provide some pressure, which led to an interception for LaMarcus Joyner. We were able to take that. Our offense has been struggling all day, especially without Brees Hall. Zach Wilson couldn't figure out what was going on there. He had a bad day. A lot of missed throws. He missed C.J. Uzama, who was wide open for a first down plus. There was a lot of green between him and the goal line, or the goal post, excuse me. He couldn't hit him. He's overthrowing guys, underthrowing guys. So we were able to cap that off with a 33-yard field goal. Then we also had Zach almost throwing interception down the stretch. We're getting into the fourth. But guess what? The Denver Broncos get called for a pass interference, which sets us up for another one. Zerline with another big field goal that put us up. 16-9, starting to close the door. But the Broncos still have some life. They're trying to get their drives going on down the field. We saw them try to get it to Cortland Sullivan. Cortland Sutton in the end zone, soft coming up big yet again. Let me tell you something. This kid, this kid, okay, sauce is unbelievable, man. What a young corner. This kid is unbelievable. 
Sauce Garner is playing out of his mind, matched up one of the better wide receivers in this league. Our secondary as a whole, we saw step up today. Whitehead, again, Joyner with the big interception. Our linebacker core played phenomenal. C.J. Moses in there. Quan Alexander flying around. We missed him a little bit in this game because he had to go out for an injury. But let me tell you something. Came right back and was putting it to people. In our front, especially in the second half, especially when it counted down the stretch in the fourth quarter, really got rolling, especially Quentin Williams. Without Quentin Williams' pressure, Joyner doesn't get that interception. It's unbelievable. Sauce able to shut down Sutton, knocks the ball away. Then we continue on down. Broncos get the chance at the final drive. They're driving down the field. C.J. Mosley gets an interception. We thought, so, so we thought, ball gets tipped. We thought he had a pick. They overturned that. Game's on the line. It's fourth down in the fourth quarter. And we knock that ball away. Turnover on down. Jets win 16-9. It's not the prettiest win. It wasn't. Zach Wilson did not play very well today. He didn't. Off-target throws, some crazy stuff, spinning around with the football, not knowing when to, when to just throw the football out of bounds. A lot of crazy things that we saw today. But we did enough with our running game. Michael Carter stepped in when Brees Hall went down. We saw some good plays out there as well from Garrett Wilson on the day. And the defense, the defense handled business. And let's not forget, well, that boy Zerline, he stepped up today. Three for three. Longest field goal he hit today was 45 yards. Defense, special teams, running game. The Jets are five and two. We're in a four-game winning streak. Not the ugliest, not the prettiest, excuse me, but we got it done. Now, we're going to be discussing this. I'm going to open up the lines, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Salute to all the savages, Brandon, Jocko, Riker, Will, Sam, everybody, man. This is it's a big win for the Jets. Ugly stuff like that, I'll take a ugly W all day before I take a pretty L. Now let's get to these lines again, 515-602-9639, is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. First caller I'm going to, I got to go to my guy, Ted, man. Rusty, Steve, everybody else, hold on one second. We'll get to everybody. Salutes to you, Ted. Listen, for those of you that do not know Ted, he's a fan. Listen, Ted, this was an ugly victory by the New York Jets. We had a lot of issues. Give me your thoughts on the play of Zach Wilson. How did you feel about what you saw from him today in this victory? Hey, Joe. Uh, your synopsis was perfect. Um, I really couldn't say anything more that you said. Zach, look, I mean, we're playing the number two defense in the NFL. Denver does have a good defense, but – 
Zach was very inaccurate. Um, when ABT went down, I think the SHTF uh, with him, mm-hmm. there was so much pressure. Um, we had to, you know, have a makeshift offensive line. I just remember during the game, it seemed like Zach was afraid to run his clock. He didn't have much of an internal clock, doing way too much of, of hero ball with the scrambling and the, you know, he's a heck of an athlete, but one day that's going to catch up to him again, and you don't want him to get hurt. Uh, very inaccurate. I remember Jeff Smith uh, didn't – he had a few balls that could have been caught, but we got to win. It was not, wasn't yeah. pretty, like you said. Zach has to play better. Brees Hall went down. That's a huge blow. Hopefully he's not he's not badly injured. ABT hurt his elbow. That's a big blow. Mm-hmm. And so our our offense, I don't think we were running, obviously, our regular offense. We had to go to some mm-hmm. other short passing, and we did do some running, which which worked out. But Zach struggled. He must struggle mightily. Yeah, yeah Joe. There's not a lot of positive to yeah, take no. right away out of this game. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Listen, uh, Zach did struggle today. Again, he was 16 to 26, 121 yards. There was, a, like you said, there seemed to be a lot of issues with him wanting to play hero ball. And mm-hmm. my concern is his inability to seem to understand when to throw the football away. And I want to get your thoughts on that because watching him spin away from pressure and <laughs> where it's clearly yeah. guys are barreling down on him and he has a chance to get rid of the football. He's spinning away from pressure and trying to keep a play alive that clearly is dead. Everyone's covered. Are you concerned that that's going to really cause issues continuing to go on down the stretch where we might see turnovers? It may cost us yards. Because there was times where there was – he gave up big sacks as well. He could have gave up huge mm-hmm. sacks in this game. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that? Him just not letting a play die. Don't you think at this point in his career that he would know, hey, let it go and live for the next play? He's kind of a gunslinger. He runs, I mean, he's a gunslinger. He's a heck of an athlete, and he's got an amazing arm. So I think in his mind, unfortunately, he thinks he probably can make every play out there. Uh, I think it's up to LaFleur and whoever his quarterback coach is to say, hey, Zach, you know, maybe you can make one amazing move to get out of a sack, but then you have to make a play. You have to decide, okay, throw, run. And like I said earlier, I don't think – I think Zach was very hesitant to run. Because I, th- I thought there were many times in the first half where he could have taken off and made some positive yards and slid. Um, tough, Joe. I, I can't say a lot of positives about Wilson's play. I just can't do yeah. it. You yeah. Know? Now, now the news is just coming in. And, again, we'll get to everybody again. 515-602-9639. News is coming in, all right, at this point, dealing with Brees Hall, that it's a knee injury. Robert Sulla is telling mm-hmm. reporters that, Early tests indicate that it's a serious injury for Hall, and he's going to have more tests to determine if it's, in fact, an ACL injury. Mm. So we could be looking at Brees Hall being gone for the year with an ACL. Give me your thoughts after hearing that news. Yeah, he was my rookie uh, offensive player of the year, too. Uh, It's tough low. I mean, he was probably our number one back. Yeah. I'm worried about ABT, too, because sometimes those elbow injuries can be bad, too. I wonder if yep. we're going to look at the trade in the trade deadline 
and I heard uh, Laramie Tunsil may be available from the Texans, so maybe mm. we should go after another lineman, like a, you know, if if especially if uh, ABT is going to be out. But it's a war of attrition, yeah. the NFL. It's a war of attrition. You have to just find a way and deal with injuries. But I have to say, Joe, going back to the positives, our kicker was amazing. And yep. if we didn't have it, Joe, if we didn't have Sauce Gardner, I don't think I don't I couldn't even count how many games we 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 would have lost if we didn't have his play. His his mm. play at an at an elite level as a rookie. Yeah, that is an elite an elite corner. I'll say it. Yeah, he's an elite corner as a rookie. Crazy to say, yeah. but. Yeah. Brees Hall is a tough blow, Joe. Brees Hall is a tough blow. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. It is. It is. It's, it's unbelievable. Now, my final question before I let you go, we've talked about all the things that we have going on here. I've talked about the penalties and stuff. One guy that mm-hmm. didn't even, uh, you know, make the trip here, Elijah Moore, give mm-hmm. me your thoughts really quickly about him requesting a trade and all the things we have going on surrounding him right now. <laughs> I mean, he wants out of here. He's not getting enough targets. How do you feel about Elijah Moore at this point? Well, with the injury of Brees Hall, I think Elijah would get a lot more targets. I hate to be say something like that, but I don't think we can lean as heavily on our running game anymore. Um, I think we can be okay. In you the don't think game. we can turn to? You don't think we could turn to Michael Carter? I understand Brees I don't Hall know is gone, but he, I'm looking at Michael Carter and I'm saying, hey, Michael Carter is still a guy that is more than capable of us giving him the ball. I'm thinking Michael Carter, Ty Johnson are probably the guys that we're going to turn to to really, you know, continue mm-hmm. to move with this with this running game. That's where I think we go. But go ahead and finish up your thoughts I think, on uh, Elijah Moore. I, I think so. I think so, Joe. But let me say this, Joe. I remember on a couple of third down runs, Michael Carter got stuffed. And I think Brees Hall mm. would have made the extra yard. I think he would have because mm. he's a little bit bigger and maybe a, more, a little tiny bit more elusive. Um, maybe he would have made the, the extra yard. I just remember a couple of short down, third down, third down and ones where – uh, Carter couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, well, Joe, a win to win. It's an ugly win. Yeah. Now we have to play. Now we have to play the Patriots, who are an improving team. They played yeah. really well the last two weeks, and then we have the Bills. Mm-hmm. So let's just try yeah. to. It's a it, it's a tough place to play in Denver. We found a way to win. The defense stepped up. Special teams stepped up. We just have to go on from here, Joe, and and. Elijah Moore was the original question. I don't know. I I would just tell Elijah, listen, we need you now and suck it up and say you're sorry and let's go on. Yeah, he's got to do something because, again, we saw, you know, Denzel Mims be able to get out on that field today, and he may not have given us a lot as far as production yardage-wise, uh, but he opened up a that, that big run by Brees Hall. He was the one that led mm-hmm. – with a big block there. You know, he only had four yards receiving today, but that big block opened up, and that touchdown is, again, we saw, we watched that whole game. That was big for yep. us. That was big for us. Yes, so, sir. Listen, Ted, yes, I got I got to slide off, man. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Thanks, Joe. Great job today on your uh, play-by-play also. Thank you so much, man, and thank you have for watching. Good All, right, evening, Joe. All right, Joe. All right, y'all. All right, you Take have care. a good one. Listen, man, there's a lot of stuff going on around here. We got a W, 16 to 9. I'll take it. But boy, was it ugly. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. David Jackson says, you have to remember that Zach's two favorite targets were out 
most of the game, and he didn't have more either. So not a lot of timing routes can work to get him in rhythm. Here's the deal. I understand that, but this is the NFL. You still got guys like Michael Carter out there. You're missing guys. You're wildly inaccurate. There were some times where he should have gotten the ball out quickly, and he didn't. He missed C.J. Uzama, who was wide open, who had a ton of yardage ahead of him, a lot of grass. He could have ran and got us a first down, and he was missing guys. There were also a lot of things that he was doing out there. He seemed erratic, very shaky, okay? You watch that game, and again, I love Zach, but I keep it real. He did not have his best game today at all. He didn't have his best game, and even early, he was off target, even when Corey Davis and those guys were playing. So we'll keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to Rusty. Steve, we'll come to you next. Salutes to you, Rusty. Salutes, man. Salutes, Joe. I want to thank you. Salutes, fellas. I want to thank you for calling in. Hold on. Before, for your, <laughs> those of you that don't know, Rusty. That boy Rusty is a savage and he keeps it real. Listen, Rusty, we're talking about this Jets win today. Okay, 16 to 9. Give me your thoughts about what you saw from this Jets offense. How did you feel about the struggles of Zach Wilson and what seemed like, honestly, the struggles of the offense as a whole? Uh, it, it was like a Picasso, but. You know, I'll take it. It's a win. But, uh, yeah, Zach, it, he was, it was like he was a little neurotic and all over the place and really didn't settle in at all. So, I don't know why he was throwing them away, too. And that one run where he did get the first down, if he would have just looked up, uh, Michael Carter was right there, and he could have just dumped it off him. Yep. And he, definitely, he had, like, 70 yards free to the end zone. And, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. But uh, he he's just got to calm down. I think we just need a new quarterback coach, something like that, because this is it's just getting progressively worse in a way. And I like Zach, and I think mm-hmm. the rest of us do too. But it's just mm-hmm. uh, it's a decline in some things. Yeah, and a lot of. And I mean, look, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a you know I'm a big Zach guy. I like Zach as well, but he's got to play better. You know, today was not his best, yeah. and I understand that there's a lot of people that are going to make excuses for him. And again, I, I always keep it real, even though I like Zach. I keep it real. I understand there were some injuries where Corey Davis and ATV went down, you know, as a half. But even before those guys went down, there was errant throws by Zach Wilson where you could clearly see, like, the, the, the question marks in decision-making. And also, we were just talking about it. I was just talking about it with Ted a second ago, his inability to seem to understand when to throw the ball away, when to let yeah. it play just die. Terrifying. You're running around. You're, not only are you running around, like you said, it is terrifying because you've got guys Literally behind you. I remember one, there was one play where he went out to the right, and there was a Broncos defender just chasing him behind him, just seconds away from blasting him. And he's just cruising. You can tell he doesn't see him. Then he spins around, sees him, and starts running backwards. And when you, when you do stuff like that, again, he had three sacks today for 16-yard loss. One of, the, one of the losses that he had was a 10-yard loss on a sack because he's running backwards. That's hurting us offensively, Right. And so I'm wondering, when, at what point is he going to learn, hey, let a play die, let it go, stop running backwards. If it's not there, you know what I'm saying, throw it out of bounds and get it away. Does that concern you that he's not doing that yet as well? Concerns me, yeah, but I, I hope it gets out of him. I mean, he still is young, but th- there's really no more excuses coming up on it. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's, it, it's, 
it's terrifying in a way too because when he does all that, not only is he putting him at risk, he's putting the linemen at risk because now they're cutting other directions and they're huge and they don't know what's going on. They're falling all over the place, falling on each other's legs and collapsing on each other. You know, that's how they, mm-hmm. they tore, tear their knees and end stuff, which stinks. So it's it's just a domino effect that is unnecessary if it's, if it's uh, you know, just out of he's just running around like you said before earlier today with a head, yeah. you know a chicken with his head cut off, and yeah. it shows sometimes. But in the fourth quarter, it's a different person though, which is yeah. promising. But it's it's like Farve in a way. It's like Farvish, mm-hmm. which is good and yeah. terrifying again too. So I, it's thank God for Sauce. <laughs> yeah, I mean Sauce right. was phenomenal, but again, we're going to be missing Brees Hall. There's a chance it may be an ACL oh. injury. If we do now, – now, first off, I want to get your thoughts on the, the news hearing that it's a possible ACL. They're going to continue to do tests at this point. Again, we're talking directly after uh, the game has ended. So they're going to do some more tests and see if it actually is an ACL. But let's say it is an ACL, Rusty. Where do you think the New York Jets running game goes next? Who do you think is the next back that we could look at to really carry our running game? You need a power one. I mean, if it's – it can't be Michael Carter because that other caller too. He was saying wow. that's right. You know, he does, he doesn't have the power. Like he's good with the jukes and everything, but we did see plays where if he was able to push forward, like you know, an extra yard, or just lean into it, you know, it's it's there, and it just wasn't. You know, we it, it's yeah, crazy we also, how we've been spoiled with Brees already. What? Yeah, but we also saw a play today where it was, I think it was third and twenty-five, and. They threw the ball to him, and he broke a bunch of tackles. They were able to pick the pick up twenty five plus to give us a first down. That was before we yeah, saw absolutely. Dwayne Brown. Yeah, but that was on a so. Yeah, that's on a swing pass too. But you know where he's getting a full running start to where, Brees, you know he can he digs in and he just goes. You know he just has more power. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And okay. you know it's just you know Michael Carter just isn't that type of dude, but he's awesome nonetheless. You know. He was awesome. Yeah, I mean, so. I I look at it like I I watched Michael Carter, you know, carry us last season. I think we'll be okay. And again, I, I don't, don't knock on wood. Yeah. I don't want to see Brees, you know, go down for the year. I don't want to see that. But I think that if he does miss some time, I think we'll be okay with Carter and Ty Johnson. And again, there's other guys out there that are still available as well on our practice squad. Now, one of the things that really annoyed me as well in this football game, Rusty, we watched it together. The penalties, man. These penalties yeah. are yeah. un unbelievably insane we had eight penalties for 55 yards to start uh in the first half alone eight penalties for 55 yards rusty unbelievable we ended the game with 11 penalties for 85 yards we were just gifting the Denver broncos free yardage on a lot of their plays that ended up at points we were also hurting ourselves and a lot of these penalties that we see being committed by this New York Jets football team is done by veterans, guys like Dwayne Brown, John Franklin Myers. The list goes on. A guy Vinny Curry, day, committing Vinny Curry, yeah, with, with a ridiculous rough in the passer call. I I don't even understand why he yeah. does that. Give me your thoughts, man, about how undisciplined and sloppy we're playing. When do you think that these penalty, the the situation with these penalties would be cleared up? Do you think there's anything that Sellers should do? I, yeah, something. I mean, it's. I wouldn't go out and say it to, you know, the media and stuff, but I would definitely do some kind of fines internally because it's just you're you're clearly seeing the guy and you're just drilling him to drill him. So, yeah. 
it's ultimately affecting the team. And then it, it bites you, you know, it, it's, yeah. it, it, you do that against Mahomes, you're screwed, you know, third yep. and you, you get him out of it and you're going on, yep. you know, fourth down. You do that to Mahomes, now you're done. He's going to get a touchdown or a field goal like 10 out of 10 times, basically. Nine and a half yeah. out of 10. So, yeah. I mean, we saw it today against Rippin. We gave yeah. Rippin, you know, <laughs> we gave Brett Rippin extended drives and we saw him turn those into field goals and into points. Just mind blowing. Mind blowing. So, my final question to you, Rusty, because you've been bringing the heat before I let you go. Give me your thoughts about this Elijah Moore situation, man. This guy comes out. Now he wants to trade. He wants to get off the New York Jets. Feels like he's not a much he's not as a, as a part of the offense as he wants to be. Again, last season we were getting blown out pretty much every game and losing, and he was catching footballs here and there and losing games. Had no issues, but here we sit, and the guy's complaining now. Even though again we're five and two now at this point. When he started complaining, we were four and two. I mean, what are your thoughts about this man? Our running game is really getting going. That's why we went away from him. How are you feeling about him coming out and complaining? Honestly, like, if, if there was a team that was right now that would say, hey, yeah, I'll give you a first round, I'd be like, okay, I would do it, you know? Ooh. I really would. I I don't – because that's a cancer. It really is. They can backtrack it all they want, but it's a message clearly sent. And so I was like, yeah, don't even come. Like, it's not even like you can stay in the stands, you know, watch from yeah. one of the owner's boxes or even – so they don't, don't even bother taking the flight. It's cool. You know, you stay in Jersey. Yeah. So yeah. uh, that's and, – and if a team did that, that's what I would do because there's, there's some talent coming out this year at other key positions. And mm. if you don't want to be a part of it and you want to go somewhere and get stats, you know, go go for it if they can get as much as they can for it. So yeah. I don't know. That's, that's yeah, what we'll, I would lean towards. I trust in J.D. So. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Again, they, they come out. Uh, again, 925 will come to you next. They've already come out and talked about how, you know, they're not interested in trading him. I know Sulla and them have them, you know, have him, excuse me, on yeah, this like workout thing right too. now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, you know, he keeps running his mouth. You know, he keeps on going on. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just shocked. I'm a little shocked. He could be in the rainy you know, city. So. Yeah, I, I'm shocked that it is Elijah Moore. I never thought that he would come out and, and, and do the things that he's doing, but – you know, hopefully he gets his mind right because this is absolutely ridiculous. But listen, Rusty, I got to slide off. I got some callers. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Absolutely, Joe. Salutes to you and salutes to the fellow savages. Let's go, Jets. Absolutes, man. Listen, Rusty calling in with some fire, man. I ain't going to lie to you. You know what I'm saying? Next, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, subscribe if you have not subscribed as well. Hit that notification bell. Please share the stream along with your friends and your family, okay, across your social media platforms. And uh, please give to the stream as well. Uh, there's a, uh, a super chat up there. Anything you give to this platform is greatly appreciated. Cash app is at the bottom of the stream in case you don't want to go through the Super Chat. So, again, anything you get to the platform is greatly appreciated. We're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515 is number call in. Next, I'm going to area code 925. 925, I'm coming directly to you. You're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about this New York Jets victory, 16-9. to How are you feeling about it? 
Hi, Joe. I'm Andrew from California. Um, okay, salute. I don't know. I I don't know about Zach. We had Zach for almost two years by now, and yes, he has been better. Progress is not showing as it should. We see these other mm-hmm. quarterbacks. The first quarter, we see Trevor Lawrence. He's actually completing passes. He's not doing what Zach's doing anymore. He passed his stage. He's playing a quarterback. Zach is still doing the same things he's been doing for almost two years. I don't know if it's the quarter, the coaching quarterback, or if Zach is if that's just Zach. Mm. Yeah, I mean today there was some concerning things. Now again, I've seen flashes, and you look at this game, that game against the Steelers. That was an unbelievable game by Zach. Right, comes back literally wins the game solely off of his arm. Now, the last two games, he hasn't done as much, right? We're seeing, uh, you know, against the Dolphins, it was a lot of just finding Brees Hall, working within the offense, doing a lot of things. Now, you know, last game against the Packers, we were able to scoop by them as well. Running game was phenomenal. Now, in this game, like you said, Zach, and I I understand people are going to talk about the injuries to ATV and Corey Davis. I get it. Okay, Elijah Moore is not playing. We know he's, he's in the past, and we'll talk about him later. I get it. But we saw off-target throws before that. We saw him today look like he has no idea of when to throw the football away. He took a lot of crazy chances, a lot of crazy risks. There was a throw that he made. He ran to the right, evaded some guys, was, just wouldn't throw the ball away, and then threw the ball late across the middle, anywhere else. It yeah. could have been an interception. It was like it's scary. he almost did throw an interception to I think it was uh, Justin Simmons the the Denver Broncos safety it hit him right in the hand he just dropped it late and we got a PI call there was a lot of bad throws today and a lot of bad decision making from Zach Wilson he missed CJ Uzama wide open for a first down which really could have extended a drive and put the uh, put the Denver Broncos away earlier so I'm just worried about that going forward okay maybe this is just again a, a bad game I'm not a guy that bangs on Zach I love Zach. I think he's the guy that can be our future, but he's got to clean these things up, especially, again, we're, we're seeing some of the same issues. And this is my question for you, because one of the things that scares me the most is what we talked about earlier, the fact that he's not getting the ball out of his hands and he's taking so many risks running backwards and trying to get away from guys. Are you concerned that that can really come back and cost us with him not getting the ball out of his hands quickly? Yeah, no, that is a big concern. He, he's, I don't know if he is trying to force it or what his plan is of just running backwards, but he he should know by now, by over the games he's been playing, that he should know that running backwards or doing his little chicken runs he's doing is not the, is not the way to do it. It's not getting us down the field. It's hurting us in the long run, and it will hurt us if he gets hurt and we put Joe Flacco in again. We saw how Joe went. We do not want Joe back mm-hmm. in there. We, we need mm-hmm. Zach to play like he was. He's the second second pick of overall. And in, during when he was playing college, he looked phenomenal. But now when we're putting him in the game, he looks like a scared little kid. He just mm. keeps running backwards. He's not throwing the ball. And if he does throw the ball, like the first ball he threw in the game, it went right over the receiver's head, right over. It wasn't mm. even near nobody. It just passed him. Zach was thrown to a ghost. He's doing the same thing, almost like Sam Donald was for us. He's throwing the ghost. Oh. He's, he does not know what he's doing. And it's scaring me because I don't want him to get hurt because we spent a lot on him. 
we could have got any other thing. We could have built our whole D line. We could have we could have we could have fixed our own line. We could have kept Donald and taught him through everything. But we we put everything down for him, and now he's doing this for us, and it's scary. Definitely with Hill Hall out too. It's not mm-hmm. Zach really needs to step up to the plate. Yeah, and that and that's where I wanted to go next with you as well. The injury to Brees Hall, again, we're speaking directly after the game. There's news flying and coming out. As of right now, there's a lot of fear that the New York Jets may have lost Brees Hall to an ACL injury. If he is, Andrew, I want, to, I want you to give me your thoughts about his injury just as of right now with a lot of these things being reported. And I also want to know, if we do lose Brees, who do you think is next man up to carry this New York Jets running game? Well, Joe, just like the other guy said, I do not think Michael Carter has it. Michael Carter is a phenomenous running wow. back. He he showed us wow. he showed us that he can be a running back. But this game, he was. It seemed like that he was trying to win, but he wasn't putting that second effort in, just like uh, like Hall did. Like Hall runs, mm-hmm. tries to get the first down, tries the the most yards again. It seems like Carter was just trying to get a couple yards, and that it. That's it. I do not think Michael Carter will be our main running back, I feel like we would have to go out and try to get somebody else. I do not think Michael mm. Carter is. And if Hill if Hall's out for ACL, then that, that's going to be really bad for us because our running game, as previous games, it showed that our running game was the only thing that got us down the field. Zach mm. came with one or two throws. Like last game, he threw it down there. But it, it just wasn't, it wasn't consistent. It wasn't for us, wasn't consistent for the score. Hall was the only person that got us down the field and scored. And Michael Carter, mm. sorry to say it, but I, I just don't believe Michael Carter has it for us. He, could, he he's a phenomenal running back. He's really good, I, but he's not he's not Hall. Okay, uh, listen, I, and again, I, I think again, I think that Brees Hall is amazing. I think the world of Brees Hall. I love that we got him in a second, but I'm a guy that oh, yeah, looks at Michael Hall's Carter, amazing. and I think I think. Yeah, I think that Michael Carter could carry us. I watched what he did last season. He was phenomenal, especially coming out the backfield, catching the football. I think he's a guy that we can run the rock with again. You know, there's different kind of styles of running, but I think we'll be fine with Carter and, again, with Ty Johnson, the mix of Ty Johnson. So we can look forward to that. And, again, there's other guys as well in our practice squad. But I understand people, Brees Hall has been so amazing this season. I get it. And, again, I hope everything's okay. I hope it's not an ACL. But right as of right now, the initial reports is that, People fear that it is an ACL injury. Again, he'll be evaluated again uh, tomorrow. Now, again, Elijah Vera Tucker is also going to be evaluated again tomorrow. Corey Davis just seems like it's not going to be a long-term issue as well. These are initial reports, right? But uh, my next question for you is the penalty issues, man. Give me your thoughts about all the issues we saw today, 11 penalties for 85 yards total in the game. Man, what are your thoughts about this? Because we're seeing veteran guys get these penalties. Yeah, that that was a crazy game. I, I was watching it. So many penalties on on stuff that we could have avoided. So much we could have avoided half the penalties mm-hmm. we have. We could have yep. we could have scored way more if if we didn't get the penalties. But I, I don't. I think it's I think it's a main part of of Elijah Moore in it as the mentality that Elijah Moore is putting through the team. Just like the other guy, it's like a cancer. It spreads. And if Elijah Moore keeps putting that attitude out, he doesn't want to be here, that he wants to get traded, just like Mims. At least Mims is putting it 
is doing something professional. He he went on the field. He didn't do much for us, but he did help us with blocking and letting Hall get the touchdown for us. That was a major part. But Elijah, yep. it's it's just a thing that we need to work something out. We need we were doing so good before until until Elijah Moore started saying that he wants to be traded and talking bad. And it's just I think it's just the mentality that it's having on them. That the mentality is, yeah. is making them just go down. Yeah. Well, yeah, listen, I, we've got to find some way to clean up these issues with penalties. Sellers got to definitely hold these guys accountable because, again, it's our veteran guys. It's guys like Dwayne Brown who costed us down the stretch, had two big penalties on a drive. Uh, you know, one, Michael Carter was able to pick up the yardage, and he turned around and got another penalty that pushed us back as well. Vinnie Curry with penalties. John Franklin Meyer today with penalties. It was insane. But my final question before I let you go, man, because you've given us some takes, give me your defensive MVP for today's game, man. Who was the guy that stuck out for you on defense where you said, man, this guy really, really helped us save this, this victory here? It got to be Soft Gardner. He, he's, been, mm. he's been the backbone of this team. He's been holding everything down. If we didn't have him, this team would not be the team it is right now. He is helping us a major. We got so lucky picking him up. It, it's yeah. a phenomenal player. Soft is helping us out at a great time. In the last couple, the last two plays of him being back there and stopping the ball, phenomenal. If he wasn't back there, I'm pretty sure that those would have been a, a touchdown and we would have lost. He, he, yeah. I, I would have to give it to Soft Gardner. Yeah. All right. Listen, Andrew, I want to thank you for calling in. I got to slide off, man. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, my friend? Thank you, Joe. Have a good rest of your day. All right. You have a good one, man. Yeah. Listen, Andrew calling in with some fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, please share the stream with your friends and your family. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Also, again, give the stream a thumbs up, man. If you want to give to the stream, the Super Chat is there. All right. If you don't want to give to the Super Chat, Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. Anything that you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve, man. I'm coming directly to Steve. I know Steve has a lot to say. Steve, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in, man. Look, New York Jets get a victory. It's an ugly victory, but it's a victory nonetheless, all right? 16-9, we beat the Denver Broncos, Steve. Steve, give me your thoughts on this victory, man. How do you feel about the performance of Zach Wilson in this offense, in this New York Jets win? You know, let me tell you something, Joe. I said this, I tweeted this out at the end of the game. Listen, a win is a win. It was probably one of those ugly, uglier wins that we got. But let me just say mm-hmm. something right now. A win is a win, and I will take it. Now, here are my thoughts about this game. I'm going to start with the offense of the ball. I got to be very honest about the offense. Yes, Zach Wilson did make some very key plays towards the end of the game. But I'm just going to say this right now. Zach Wilson 
unfortunately looked very uncomfortable. Now, listen, I understand that this was a tough Broncos defense that we were going up against, and it really, really showed in this game. Let me tell you something right now. I feel so terrible for that Broncos defense. If I was a Denver Broncos fan right now, I would I would say that the defense is only is the only reason why I would be watching this team right now. Denver's offense is atrocious. Okay, yeah. their offense is absolutely atrocious. Even if Russell Wilson did play, they would play the exact same way like how Russell Wilson has been has been all season. But now, yeah, but what what does that hold on hold on a second, Steve? Hold on a second, Steve. What does that say about us though? Because yes. That Denver Broncos offense is poop, all right? We all know that. But we're, we are literally gifting them, right, yardage. We're gifting them free yardage when we're committing all these penalties and helping them along. This, was a, this game was tight. This game was close, right? I understand their offense is bad, but our offense didn't play much better today either. I mean, Zach Wilson did not play very well. And, again, I, I'm a guy that loves Zach. I really, really do. And I think that he's a guy that could be our leader. But today – was just not his day. 16 to 26, he only had 121 yards on the football. He was running backwards, spinning around, trying to get away from people. Almost, almost had a big fumble that honestly would have been returned for a touchdown that would have really helped the Denver Broncos there. Thank goodness that the ref caught that down by contact because, my goodness, we were a second away from really being in some deep doo-doo, right? And he didn't look mm-hmm. good today. He was off target on a lot of his throws. He missed C.J. Uzama wide open, which could have been a first down for us. Plus, that could have put us in a really good position offensively. I mean, we saw him double-clutching, not finding guys that are wide open. Those are big issues that we saw today. So I understand the Broncos' offense was, was not very good, but neither were we. We were horrific. And let's not even talk about the penalties. The penalties on the day, my God. 11 no. or 85 that's exactly how you keep a bad team or a bad offense like Denver in the game. 11 total penalties. We had eight penalties in the first half and just came right back out and continued on. So I understand Denver, no, their no. defense is phenomenal. Offense is poop. Play like how we're playing, Steve? I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to yeah. say. Go ahead. Speak your mind. No, okay, so but before I talk about the penalties, I'm going to talk about the positives of the game. The big positive from the first half was Brees Hall's 64-yard touchdown run. That, that, and, and, you, and, and I'll tell you one thing, Denzel Mims was the reason why Brees Hall was able to score. Denzel Mims actually made a very, very key block on that play. If Denzel Mims did not make that key block, then Brees Hall would have not went to the house. Now, another thing also, too, that was a positive, the defense today. The defense was absolutely phenomenal yet again. And I'm going to tell you one thing. Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, as of right now, I think are the two best duo corners in the league, the way how they play today. But now I'll go to the negative. The penalties, Joe. Joe, I completely agree with you. The penalties in this game were absolutely disgusting. And I'm going to tell you something right now. If I was if I was in Coach Salah's shoes right now on Mondays in, in Monday meetings tomorrow, I'm kicking the team in the you know what because we yep. cannot have future against against uh, against tougher opponents. We cannot have that. 
Because usually when you make 11 penalties for 85 yards in a game, it, it is absolutely you're, – you're, you know what's going to happen? 95% of the time you're going to lose, okay? Yeah. Now, one last thing, Joe, before I'll let you talk again. The, uh, let me just say one thing right now. Like I said, I'm happy with the win. I'm happy that we Go ahead, Steve. W. I'm talking. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're 5-2 we're and two now. Go ahead. Now, we now got to get ready for New England, but let me tell you something. Robert Sala has to kick this team in the you-know-what to, to clean up the penalties. Yeah. All right, Joe, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I hear you. And you're bringing some fire. I understand your takes. Look, he's got to clean that up. It is killing us. And a lot of people want to try to make it seem like it's only about today. <laughs> like penalties have just become an issue for the New York Jets. No, they were an issue last year. They were an issue this year. All the games that we've played, we go back and look at the game against the Packers. The game we won, there was a lot of issues with penalties in this game and helping them extend drives. We've seen this consistently, and it's got to stop. It is killing us. It's killing us. How many drives would we have had the Denver Broncos off the field on third down or whatever, it's an incomplete pass or a fall, and next thing you know, boop, flags out, and it's on us, and we help them extend yep. drives. We saw, we've seen the same yep. thing this season. It's killing us. Yep. And it's going to destroy us. Oh. We're not a good enough – nobody is a good enough team, okay? Th- listen, the Chiefs, Steelers, Ravens, these teams that are constantly competing, they do not get heavily penalized, okay? You look at the Patriots, my goodness. The Patriots, a lot of people talk about how they're nowhere near where they used to be. That team don't get heavily penalized, dog. They are not going to let you get free yardage off of them at all. Sellers got to come out and clean that up, or I'm telling you, it's going to absolutely destroy yeah. us. When we face these upper echelon teams, the Bills and all these teams we got coming up, go ahead and give them 85 free yards. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and get them multiple first downs on drives. Go ahead and do that, and you'll get blown out. That's exactly what will happen. You will get blown the heck out. Yeah, mind blowing. Hey, now, Steve, before I let you go, man, because we got a lot of things going on here, give me your thoughts on Elijah Moore, man. Give me your thoughts on his trade request and all the things going on with him. Go ahead and give me your your feelings on it all. Yeah, so that would be the last thing that I wanted to talk about with you. You know, here is my thing about Elijah Moore. Listen, I do understand at one point of where Elijah is coming from, and yes, he is very, very, very frustrated of the situation with the team. But now if Brees Hall is going to be out for the year with the torn ACL, and he's going to be out for the rest of the season now, now this maybe and, – and you know what, listen, Elijah Moore maybe on that Thursday, this past Thursday, maybe he was just having a bad day. Like maybe he was having a bad day and, you know, like – and you know something, listen, tomorrow he is going to report back to the team facility tomorrow – and I know Coach Sala, Mike LaFleur, and even Joe Douglas will probably have a talk with him about it. You know, hopefully everything with Elijah Moore did cool down. You know, and if Elijah Moore apologizes, you know, then we can then, then going forward and he could be back with the team. So the thing is right now is you don't know about the situation with Corey Davis because Davis, up, of course, came out of the game. I mean, I heard that Davis's injury is not that serious, but just in case if Davis is – is not going to play the last two games before the bye, then Elijah Moore has to come back. You know, listen, mm-hmm. like I said, Joe, a 
win is a win, 4-0 and on the road, you know, jet up, baby, jet up, baby, all gas, no break, let's go. We're 5-2. and yeah. And by the way, You're right. to, to Brady Quinn's is the thing that we would start 0-9, I think Brady Quinn should go hide under a rock. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about. Listen, we are five and two. Let's go. Joe, Listen, thank Steve, you so I got much other for calls. having me on. Have a good night. Absolutely, you have a good one. Listen, Steve Bye-bye. calling in. He gave us he gave us his takes. You have a good one. Steve calling in. He gave us his takes. Man, we're gonna continue with these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five. Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Venom G's. Chris will come to you right after that. Oh, this is my guy, Venom G's, man. For those of you that don't know, oh, Venom, he's a savage, man. The boy's a savage. Listen, Venom, salutes to you. I know you got a lot to say. Jets get a W, 16 to 9. We're 5 and 2. We're on a, we got a winning streak going. I think it's a four game winning streak now, baby. All right, we ain't lost the game. Yeah. Jack Wilson came back. I know, you yeah. know, a lot of people got a lot of things to say. I want to get your thoughts on this New York Jets offense, the way that it performed against the Broncos today. How are you feeling about this offense and this victory? Man, you know, the Dolphins are slow. You, we, we know what it is. It's, it's, there's something missing. I don't know if there's a QB coach, but Zach isn't, isn't playing too good, man. But the, the game was good, man. I mean, I can't complain with a W any which way possible, man. It's an ugly one, but I'll take it. You know, I'm glad Mims came in. He contributed. Um, you know, we lost some horses today, but... We kept the we kept the train rolling though. That's all I can say. We kept the train rolling. Michael Carter came in, did what he was supposed to do. So I think mm-hmm. I think we just gotta keep keep the eyes on the prize right now. Yeah, we do. And look, now we're dealing with. Uh, we saw Zach Wilson struggle today, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he cleans that up and gets it together. A lot of things that we saw today are not things that you want to see you know, in a quarterback in, in that second year. But hopefully he cleans that up again going forward. But a big part of the game today, uh, you know, our running game was kind of had some issues, especially after Brees went down, right? We saw Michael Carter yeah. step in. He's playing solidly. But, again, we've been riding with Brees Hall, who's really been putting some things together. He had a big touchdown to open, you know, the game for us, really open it up early. Mm-hmm. Now it's looking like he may be down with the ACL injury. Okay, that's the initial yeah. stuff we're hearing right now. Give me your thoughts after hearing that news. And if we do miss him for quite a bit of time, who do you think will be able to step up and fill that role, you know, as our starting running back to continue to carry the New York Jets running game? Yeah, I think MC is going to have to step up and carry the load. Last year he did a decent job. I, I think this year he's going to, you know, with more touches, he should he should stay on the path and, just do improve where he he um left off from last year. So I think he's he's gonna step right in and do what he got to do. Mm. Okay. And Ty, yeah. And Todd Johnson I... too. So it should be it should be a running back by committee. So you know, but but you do see it looks different when Brees Hall is out that game. But you know, hey, we we'll take we got the next man up. We got to do the next man yeah. up right now. 
Yeah, and again, you know, Corey Davis, Elijah Vera Tucker, we saw them go down with injuries uh, as well in the game. Mm-hmm. Now, Elijah Vera Tucker has an elbow injury. We'll see what happens with him going forward. He's being evaluated tomorrow. Corey Davis, it seems like his injury isn't really going to be long-term at all, so hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh, you know, but that brief injury, man, that sucks. I hope, again, he gets tested tomorrow and everything is sweet. You know, sweet, good to go, and hopefully you won't miss him for any long amount of time. Yeah. Now, going to the I hope it's not, I hope it's not as severe. I hope it's not yeah, as severe as everybody says it is. But hopefully yeah, we'll yeah, get now, him back. Yep. Now going to the defensive side of the ball, listen, this dude, Soft Garner, is unbelievable, bro. Give me your thoughts about this yeah. corner just performing and going. Just the things we saw. He went head-to-head with Sutton today. Matched up with Jerry Judy at times. We saw him really, and, and when guys tried to get physical with him, he got physical back immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'm, back I'm immediately. telling he's you, not going for nothing. He's all smoke. So give me your thoughts <laughs> about the way he played today uh, and how he looked out there against this Denver Broncos uh, wide receiver core. Yeah, man, source is the truth, man. You put him up against any cool, any wide out, man. He, he, I, I don't, I can't tell one corner that caught got even over 100 yards on him on that side of the field, anything like that. So I think he and, – and that just makes his job – B.J. Reed, man, he's he's amazing too. He just makes Sauce's job a little bit easier as well. So I think Sauce is going to be the truth. Give him give him a couple years, he, he's going to be extremely dangerous <laughs> right now. He's just yeah. a rookie, but once, once he gets into the flow of things, he's going to be extremely – Extremely good, and we got you know Michael MC two back there too. This this team is is progressing so quickly. The way they play off of each other is is getting it's getting scary, and they they mm-hmm. get scarier once once they start gelling together. Yeah, yeah. I hope they you know. Man, let me tell you something. Yeah. Him and, again, Quentin Williams as well. I want to get your thoughts on the Jets' pass rush as well. Now, Quentin Williams, we only got one sack on the day. We only got one sack on the day. But Quentin Williams mm-hmm. and his pressure really aided in helping this New York Jets defense. It led to – his pressure honestly led to an interception that was caught by Joyner. Give me your thoughts on yeah. this front, man. Were you disappointed that we only got one sack on the day today? No, no, because it's just it's more than it's more than just sacks. You gotta have the pressures. You gotta be in the backfield. You gotta, you know, even I, I saw something with Q where you know his I see his IQ is progressing. Where Denver they were gonna have the running back run out on a pitch and he was right in the guy's pocket and you know I, yep. I think that front is getting after them. You know Franklin Myers. Only thing I hate seeing is all these penalties by these veterans. It's yeah. not the yeah. first year, second year guys. It's not Brees Hall. It's not you know Michael Carter. That it's it's not them. It's not you know Sherwood or Quincy Williams. It's not none of them doing it. It's just the guys that's been there for a while so, and and veterans in in the game. So that's that's the that's the troubling thing that I see with the defense. Other than that, if they clean that up. They will be probably number two in the NFL. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah, we saw just so many, like you said, John Franklin Myers today, penalty. We saw, uh, you know, various guys get penalty. Yeah, rank. We yeah. saw rankings. And I mean, the offensive, the Wayne Brown had penalties today yeah. that really hurt us and killed us. It was just, 
just mind-boggling, like you said as well. This is something that continues to be an issue with the New York Jets. And I'm just wondering when mm-hmm. Zell is going to step in and really hold these guys accountable. Because this isn't the first time where we had penalties. This was an issue last year. It was an issue this year. All through, you know, all throughout the season so far, we've been pretty heavily penalized. And I just feel like we're playing so undisciplined and we're costing ourselves, Venom. Because when you go back no, and watch it, this game, this Broncos offense is garbage. But we're gifting mm-hmm. them first downs. You know what I'm saying? We're giving roughly yeah. the passer calls, Vinny Curry. That's a first down. We're, we're gifting them. We're keeping them on the field. We handed them and th- their field goal. It was just mind-boggling. Go ahead, Vinny. Listen, it's, it's not just this team. It's the Ravens. It's the Cleveland. Mm. It's every team that we play, yeah. we do this to ourselves. Look at the Ravens. Yeah. We were in that game, and then the penalties hit us. Then we, you can't mm-hmm. keep Lamar Jackson around that long, man. You can't keep yep. top tier teams around that long. You can't look, yep. even even in the last quarter against the Packers at third down, pass a flag on flag three three fourth downs. You give you can't do that, man. You can't you can't do that. And when and we're so much underdogs, the referees are calling everything against us. So. You can't even put yourself in that position like that, and they continuously do it, you know. And I, yeah. I, Salah's not the coach. Salah's not the coach to sit anybody down. Say, yeah, you knew better. You'll get it next week. We'll improve it next mm-hmm. week. And tell you, unless you do something like Elijah, where you go on social media with it, then he'll he'll, you know, sit you down, not let you play, something like that. But it, it's mm-hmm. nothing egregious when you're when you're on the field. You could do every mistake you want. Until you put it on social media, and then you have you have to answer, you know, whatever they do inside that office. I don't believe anything that comes out of out of the the owners or management mouth from the Jets, but you know, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, my final question before I let you go, Chris, we'll come to you next. Listen, Venom. <laughs> this situation you touched on it with Elijah Moore. There's a lot of Jets fans that are saying, "Look, we're done with this guy. Move on from him." If you were the New York Jets general manager, if you're Joe Douglas, would you trade Elijah Moore? No, no, no. Why would I? Why would I? You know, your second year. We should be having a conversation with him and seeing where his frustration started from. Like, yo, what's going on? What what happened? How could we, you know, help you feel better? How can you? We get you to. Well, it, you know how? How can? How yeah, can well, we assist you? It comes from, mm-hmm. honestly, and he it, it, it's been reported and talked about, he's been frustrated since, honestly, like week three, right? We've been running yeah. the ball a lot, and he, he doesn't feel like he's getting enough targets within the offense. But and, Joe, and I've, Joe. I've talked about this as well myself. I get it. He's a weapon. But if we're running the ball in the, in the, and we're, we're running the ball and it's working for us, then why go away mm-hmm. from it? Especially when, again, and I get he he's not getting the targets that he wants, but there's a lot of guys sacrificing numbers for the greater good. Yeah, yeah. Now, again, we but didn't Joe, play very well today, but we're on a four-game winning streak. C.J. Uzama is a guy that literally had one of the best, you know, career years receiving that he's, that he's ever had mm-hmm. last season. He signed some mm-hmm. here. And before this game, <laughs> but that, had but, like but, five but that's Joe Burrow. That's Joe Burrow, though. Yeah. That's Joe Burrow. Yeah, but he only, he, he only had five catches for 30 yards this season before this game. You got guys like Dwayne Brown that could have wrapped it up with a shoulder injury, guaranteed money, didn't do it, came back and played, right? You got other guys along the defensive line that are playing within a rotation. I understand that he wants his targets. I get it. You don't think that, that Garrett Wilson or Corey Davis wants more targets? 
You don't think a guy yeah, like Bradford Burials wants more targets? Like, uh, we right, get so. it. You want, you want the ball on your hand. All I, that's all I'm saying, Venom. He wants the no, ball on no, his hand. No, no, I understand. But, bro, I understand. we run it. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, Go ahead. Give, give me your thoughts on that. I'm, I'm so disappointed in Elijah for even coming out making a trade request. I, I never saw him as this type of person or player. But mm. just imagine if you're on the field as frustrated as we are watching this offense and you're the one in this and you're like, yo, you know, and, and it's not even the system. It's not the scheme. You got a quarterback that people are running wide open and he's throwing it over their heads. He's throwing it to the dirt. Mm. Throwing. So it's not just him. It's, he's not saying, yo, you, because we, I, I think you did something where um, a, 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 a video just about Elijah Moore and he's, he was targeted above, you know, um, the dude from the Packers, you know, and, and, and he's probably the yeah. third, third targeted, most targeted wide receiver last year. And he's going to get his mm. touches. He just got to understand this is, is peaks and valleys with the season. One, one, four games, you may be running the ball. Four games, you may be passing, and they're telling him, like, yo, you're going to be a part. We may need you like Antonio Brown where you just show up and catch touches in the in the in, in the Super Bowl, and we win a ring. Mm. But he wants to be more um, of a player that's – he want to he, – it's like we said, we see everybody else's offense run smoothly. Ours is just stagnant. I don't know if it's Zach, but I'm seeing a lot of issues with him not getting the ball to players. His processing speed needs to hurry up so much. He's running around. Look at that almost fumble where he's trying to spin around two players, spin around, and he throws the ball. Like he's, He just has to – his processing speed has to speed up a lot more quicker. So it's not just the scheme. It's not him wanting the touches. It's the quarterback, and it's not getting to him enough, I guess, the, a lot yeah. of how Elijah will like it or Garrett Wilson will like it. But these these guys, we're winning. I think at this point, if you were losing, then you bring this argument up. But we're, yeah. we're, we're winning right now. That's just my me, big thing. I, I would shut so. the hell up. I, I would shut yeah. the – to me, I, I if you pay me – yeah. Yo, Joe, if you pay me $10 million a year to play four downs in a – I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, my body is getting beat up. I'm, I'm good. Put me in. Yeah. Denzel Mims is getting paid every game for just, you know, being in street clothes. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. You know, so these guys, Elijah just wants to get paid at some point. And you got to understand it's bigger than you. It's about the team. You will get a shot exactly. one game. One game could be about Corey Davis. One game will be about Garrett Wilson. But he's seeing everybody else balling. These guys are players of the week. These guys are uh, uh, every week. It's a Jet player that's player of the week. If it's not Brees, it's, it's Sauce. If it's not Sauce, it's um, Q out there. So he's like, what the hell about me? <laughs> and it's yeah. not supposed well, he, to be like that. These no. He, he better wake it up, Venom, because let me tell you something. There's yeah, guys sacrificing guys like Michael Carter, who, you know, is right now the, but was behind Brees Hall. I mean, he's got to wake it up. But mm-hmm. listen, Venom, i got to get to the rest of the guys on this line. It has been phenomenal speaking with you. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Definitely, Joe, definitely. Have a good one, man. Absolutely, you have a good one, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Salute to Venom. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515 602 
602-969-6239 is the number. Call in. We're uh, taking all callers. Again, please subscribe. If you have not subscribed, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know, all right? Also, the link tree is there. Hit that link tree. Subscribe to all my YouTube pages. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of content coming. So next, we're going to go to my guy, Chris. Chris, we're coming to you. Julio, you'll be next. Salute to you, Chris. Listen, Chris, we're talking a lot, man. We're talking a lot. We got got the Jets beating, you know, the Broncos 16-9. We're on a a four-game winning streak now. Haven't lost since Zach came back. This was an ugly game, Chris. But here we are in the winner's circle. All right, we're 5-2. Give me your thoughts on this New York Jets victory. How do you feel about it? I mean, a win is a win, but, I mean, this feels doesn't that, – with, with uh, Brees Hall going down, it, it feels like, you know, it's it's, huh? it's, it's bittersweet, I guess said, you know, and the struggles from Zach mm-hmm. Wilson. I mean, you didn't, you didn't expect Zach to go up and light up the scoreboard, but you didn't expect him to be, like, that bad, you know? I mean, yeah. all the time when the Jets go into Denver, I kind of hold my breath to – like, oh, my God, because every time – goes into Denver, there's something, man. Something happened. Yep. And I was like, man, yep. what's going to happen today? What's going to happen today mm-hmm. when we go into Denver? So um, it's bittersweet. It's a win. It's a win. But uh, it was costly, man. Yeah, it was. Now, you talked a little bit about uh, about Brees Hall. Again, we know that uh, as of right now, things are there's a fear that he may have an ACL injury, could lose him for the season. Give me your thoughts about this situation. I'm hoping Again, that that's not the case. Again, we're speaking directly after the game. But if we do miss Brees Hall, what do you think that means to the New York Jets offense? And who do you think is going to be able to step in and pick things up for the New York Jets running game as our starting our starting running back? I mean, you you think you look at the um, like the landscape in the NFL. You say like, listen, like you're going to lose thirty percent of your players for injury. You know, so that's why it relies on the quarterback so much. You know, and I think Michael mm-hmm. Carter is guy that can run the football, but again, it has to be spread out. I hope they can bring back a guy like uh, Kevin Coleman, bring, maybe bring him back if he's out for this. He's not signed already. Uh, they have another guy's down on the night that was pretty good, uh, but uh, you know, the the the, uh, the brat's going to have to get off the bench, and, and he gonna, he gonna have, he'll get targets now. I mean, Elijah uh, <laughs> wants to be the man. You know, he's going to have his chance. You know, and that's the that's the bottom line. I mean, um, if he's saying that he wants to get off the bench and he needs all these targets and and everything else, we'll give it to Brees who's doing the job. And uh, you know, if you're saying you could do all this, you know, you got your chance now. So improve, yeah. As they say, man, improve, man. And now it's going to time yeah. for Elijah Moore to get off, get off. If he wants to be that hundred million dollar receiver, well, you got your chance. You're the focal point of the offense. You got to, you know, you got to go out there and prove it. Mm-hmm. Well, again, we'll see. Again, Corey Davis is dealing with an injury as well. Um, they're not afraid that that's going to be long-term. And we'll see what happens going forward with Elijah Vera Tucker, too. He's dealing with an elbow injury. He's going to be evaluated tomorrow as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's mind-blowing. Another thing that's mind-blowing for me as well is the penalty issues that the New York Jets continuously have. How are you feeling about watching us just go out there and just commit these egregious penalties? I mean, it comes from veteran plays. You're kind of shocked. I mean, you kind of give the veteran plays the benefit of the doubt because Denver. Let's let's give the Denver defense some vet, some credit here, man. In it, it was like the mm-hmm. second defense in the NFL. 
let's give them some credit, man. That you know, they, they, a lot of people they haven't been blown out, you know. So they they they're pretty they're really good defense. So um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna they're veteran players. They're not rookies. They're not guys that just got you know <laughs> just came off the practice squad. And, so I'm not gonna say this. So mm-hmm. I just say this, it was just defense, man, and gamesmanship and. You know, these guys will bounce back because they're veterans. They know what to do, man, hopefully, for our yeah. case. You know, the uh, cities are veterans, and these guys know what to do. And, you know, they're, they're, they've been playing the league long enough where they can they know what their mistakes is. They can look at the tape and correct whatever they need to correct. Mm-hmm. Now, my final question for you, Chris, because you've been bringing some heat, man. Give me your thoughts about Sauce Garner, man. I mean, isn't he just oh, a phenomenal young corner, bro? So, I mean, give me your thoughts about so, him and his play. <laughs> I was so scared. Let me tell you, I was I wanted saw so bad when when the uh, Houston Texans took uh, that cornerback. I was like, run to the podium and get, <laughs> and get Sauce Gardner. I've been watching Sauce since he was in Cincinnati. I know he was going to be one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Uh, he's probably you know he's going to be one of the greatest Jets quarter cornerbacks ever. Uh, this guy knows football. This guy lives football. This guy complete football player, man. This guy knew he was going to be in the NFL five years old, been waiting for this opportunity. So this guy, this mm-hmm. guy, I think he 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 wants he wants he wants to be in that uh, that Hall of Fame. He wants to he wants to get there. So Sauce is going to be one of those guys that you know he's like, man, I can't believe we got that, <laughs> you know. But I'm, yeah. I'm thank God we got him. So uh, Sauce, yeah. I knew Sauce was going to be able to do it. I, I that's the one thing. Uh, out of all these drafts that I, I, I was in one so, thing, you know, I think Garrett Wilson is going to be a player, but I know I knew Sauce Gardner was going to be was the best guy in that draft. Yeah, yeah, listen, and he was phenomenal today. But listen, Chris, I got to keep going, getting to these lines. Man. Right. I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, Chris. You always bring the heat, man. All right, brother, thank you. All right, you have a good one. Listen, Chris calling in with some heat, man. I ain't going to lie to you. He has some take. We'll keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Julio. Julio, I'm coming directly to you. I know Julio's got some takes. For those of you that do not know, though, <laughs> that boy Julio is a sad boy. <laughs> Say no more. We already Say know. No more. Ain't, you know what I'm saying? Listen, Julio. Man. Sixteen and nine. New York Jets get a W. We're on a four game winning streak, right? We haven't lost since Zach Wilson's came back. Mm-hmm. Give me your thoughts about the New York Jets performance offensively today. Were you were you satisfied with the performance you saw out there offensively from the New York Jets? Yes, because they keep on playing pretty good football. Even so, they mess up in the first three quarters. That fourth quarter, it's a whole different mm-hmm. story. Okay. You know, I like okay. how Reese Hall kicked it off, first of all. Let me hope he get well. He did that 60-yard run touchdown. I said, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Then he got hurt. But I saw him walking. That's a good sign. Mm-hmm. When he was carted off, he was working before he got on that cart. So that's good. That's yeah. a good sign. I'm not worried about that. I think Michael Carter can handle it until he comes back. Okay, okay. Now, what are your thoughts about Zach Wilson? Because 
I didn't think he played so well today. Now, our running game was, was yeah. tough, okay? Even after Brees went out, you know, Michael Carter was able to scoot mm-hmm. and kind of do some things. But Zach Wilson today was erratic. He was very shaky. He was missing guys that were open. Uh, we saw some just kind of weird uh, – I don't know what you would even call it. Just, I'll be honest. Just not understanding I'll when to get honest. rid of the football. I mean, yeah. what were your thoughts about his performance today? I don't know. Every time I think he's going to make that lead to show us that he's going to be that franchise quarterback for us, he struggles. Mm. He's still got to prove to us that he can be that franchise quarterback. But in the fourth mm. quarter, he makes zero mistakes. That's a good thing. Mm. You know this from Zach Wilson. He do not make mistakes in the fourth quarter. Well, I, I, he, he, has some, <laughs> he has some mistakes. He almost threw an interception in the fourth, but, you know, that, that was almost. dropped, and then we that, – that pass mm-hmm. interference, right? Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, there's some this this team as in the fourth quarter period is one of the better fourth quarter teams in the league. That that's a fact. Yeah. You know, this is where we've really been able to really dole things out and to get it together. I mean, you know, he's putting. The, but I, I just look at Zach Wilson and I say to myself, I love Zach, but he's got to clean this up. I know some people are going to try to jump on him. I'm not here to do that. But yeah, he's got to clean it up. He's got to get better, especially again. Weeks, and I, I understand. Uh, yeah, like you just, I was just about to say that. These next two weeks, these are serious teams. And I understand people are talking yeah. about the fourth quarter and how great we play in the fourth quarter, but guess what? You cannot play against – you can't play like that against everybody. There's teams coming nope. up like the Bills. And you fall asleep and wait until the fourth quarter, and you'll be down by 40. <laughs> Good yes, luck coming back I'm looking that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. And the main thing I'm looking at, Bill, Bill Belichick own us. So – yeah. If we go with that mentality that Zach Wilson can't throw the ball, he got to learn now. He got to feel he got to feel comfortable throwing it to his tight ends. He got to get comfortable mm-hmm. throwing it to his receiver because now we don't got Brees Hall back there who can help us out that good. You know, we got Michael mm-hmm. Carter that I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. But we got to find a way to get these receivers open because that's how we're going to yeah. beat New England. Yeah, yeah. Now my but next I, question, know, my final question, Bruce. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I got to give credit. We got a savage defense, man. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. And that's where I wanted to go with you. Man, give me your thoughts about the performance of Quentin Williams today, right? We only had one sack on the day. But Quentin Williams' pressure led to an interception. We saw our front kind of move around as well. We saw Carl Lawson and Huff really get active as well. Give me your thoughts Mm -hmm. about this defense. And also Soft Garner, man. How do you feel about him? Oh, my God. You know, I love Soft Garner. He won the source against a sudden. That's great. Um, but I got to give it credit to DJ Reed, man. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. DJ Reed. Well today, I got to give him credit. Yeah. He really saved us today. Yeah. Re- yeah, and he had a DJ big Reed hit. Could, a big hit in the game. Yes. You know, this whole defense, because, you know, we don't blitz. We put pressure, and that's a good yep. thing. Yeah. We put pressure. When we yeah. put pressure, they make mistakes. They make the other team make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I love. That's I, and, but Quentin Williams is the beast. He's a pro bowler. Mm-hmm. He's for real this this year. And his brother, too. I saw a hit mm-hmm. that he did, and I'm like, wow. And he's the older brother. Where he been at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, Quincy, Quincy is phenomenal, Julio. He's been playing well, too. Now, my final question for Julio, because you've been bringing the heat, man, give me your thoughts about the situation with Lajah Moore. If you were the New York Jets general manager, would you trade him? 
No. I let him wait. I let him wait till he finish out his contract. He's gonna be all right. Mm. Let him sit down. Okay. Let him be home. Let him realize he's winning. And when he calms down, he'll come back. You remember? Mm. I don't know if you remember when Keyshawn did the same thing. I heard about that. Yeah. He got mad. <laughs> he wanted that ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn ended up still playing, but he waited until the end of the year because. And then he left, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he wanted that No, ball. yeah, you know, I, I understand that. But the, to me, this situation, especially with Elijah Moore, I know Keyshawn had his situation that was a ways back, but this is Elijah Moore's second year here. For me, when I look at him yeah. as a player, Don't I say to myself, dude, we're, yeah, we're, we're at that point, we're in a three-game winning streak. Now we're in a four-game winning streak. We're winning. The team's looking good. Everybody's hyped. Everybody's buying in. Everybody is sacrificing as well for the betterment of the team. Who are you exactly. to come out and complain about targets at a time like this? You know what I mean, Julio? Yep. Especially when you got guys like CJ Uzama, all these guys, yeah. you know, but you know, know what? sacrificing. I knew something like that was going to happen. Mm. And I'm going to tell you what. I think me and you got on the phone one time. I said, what is Elijah Moore hanging out with Marcus May and Jamal mm. Adams in the all season? <laughs> and I thought, I said, damn, that's a bad news. Mm. That's why those two guys not yeah. here. You yeah. know, and probably I mean, he got over he hated, you know, but let him mm-hmm. calm down. He's mad right now, yeah. frustrated, and then he'll yeah. come back because he knows we need him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. We'll see We'll see what happens going forward. Listen, Julio, I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in, man. You have yourself a good one, all right? Hey, get ready for next week. Yeah, absolutely. Stay Let's get it. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Salute to Julio. Again, I want to thank him for calling in. Woo! This has been a show, man. This has been a show. I want to thank everybody for watching. Everybody, again, please sub, subscribe. If you have not subscribed, hit that notification bell. Give the stream a thumbs up. Woo! This is directly after the game. A lot of takes flying. We're going to keep it going. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well, okay, The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe. Okay, is my Twitter handle. You can catch my personal at YoungJ000, at YoungJ000, okay? All right? You want to troll me, go ahead and troll me. First off, you need to follow me because I'll follow you right back. And if you want to troll me, no issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. All right? Hopefully everything's okay with the elbow. But we see, you know, Guys dominant out there. It is what it is. So uh, I have that jersey on, so you want to troll me? Let's go back and forth. As well, I'm on YouTube, okay? We live stream the show on YouTube. We have a lot of fun, put up a lot of content. Come on over to YouTube, all right? Search Long or search uh, Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All right, hit that subscription button. Hit that notification bell. Like some videos, you know what I'm saying? If you want to troll me, no issues. Hit me in the comments. Let's go back and forth, all right? Let's go back and forth. And, again, when you hit that subscription button, hit that notification bell so when I post content, y'all be in the know, all right? 
And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person eventually, free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. If anyone tells you different, they're lying to you, okay? The hugs will always remain free. I want to thank you folks for listening, watching, calling in, all right? You folks are the absolute greatest. You folks have a good one. Peace.